0: Uh, me and my brother caught bronchitis, oh. and we both ended up catching pneumonia, and I had it worse because of the asthma and everything, so I was, we were both hospitalized for about a week. Damn, bro. So do you know how many thoughts occur to you every day?
1: Probably billions.
0: So it's 60,000. <laughs> so do you know how much of those are reoccurring thoughts? Like how much of a percentage those are the same thoughts over and over?
1: Probably a lot.
0: It's 95%.
1: <sighs>
0: he gave... Everybody like a challenge when you're going through the negative thoughts every day. Like just three questions you ask yourself, like, is the negative thought true? Mm -hmm. Is it helpful? And like, is it kind?
1: (laughs) All right, start this shit so I could could get you live, Trying
0: (laughs) I can't keep being a bitch for the rest of my life, right?
1: (laughs) So I think when I first started, it's a Mm -hmm. little better down here. I don't chew on it, right? No, 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 no. So like literally like inside your lip. All right, guys, welcome back. <laughs> it's gonna burn a little bit, but just push through it. I feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
0: weird. I feel like I got a fucking like a swollen. It's lip. not. It's it, got you a gotta butt-
1: flatten it, bro. Cause like it's probably rolled up. Well,
0: anyway. going to put it like in the back right
1: here. And if that's it, feels more comfortable. Go for it. All right, guys, we're back. Um, Yo,
0: we're back We're back, I got the bad influence with me over here Yeah, uh, this man's
1: trying some fucking Zimbabwe Zimbabwe, uh, we just took shrooms We just took, uh,
0: <laughs> no, i was kidding But, oh, I got a little, little kick to it, huh? A little burn
1: uh, <laughs> For y'all, you know, get a little scoop on the outside I gotta I, get this shit
0: cold real quick
1: <laughs> I just gave him some fucking Nick, Nick pouches and these ones are strong, bro. Uh Rogue is pretty I like Rogue because Oh,
0: you got me starting up with the big dogs, huh? Yeah,
1: well, Zen is gay in my opinion. That's a hot take. Zen is gay because the there's not much flavor in Zen in oh, my opinion. Man. With with these like it's like you're you're chewing gum in my opinion. Like I actually taste like gum. Oh, okay. That's okay, kind of okay. why I like it. Um and it's just winter green. There's like a bunch of different I like foods.
0: the smell the the mint kind of adds something to it. Yeah. So it's like, just reminds me of... I just need a stogie now.
1: They, wow. Double Nick. Double, double
0: Nick. Double the tobaccos.
1: Yep. Well, there's no tobacco in this, bro. It's just oh, pure Nick.
0: I don't know. I'm fucking new to this. Anyways, yeah. welcome back, everybody. Yeah, fucking, welcome back, yo. It's been a minute. Uh, we haven't recorded any episodes this week besides today. Mainly my fault because I caught... I caught the vid.
1: I know he texted me that. I caught he's the like, fucking vid. He's like, um, hey, bro. uh, Because he always... He's good with his communication. And he didn't text me. We were supposed to record on Tuesday. And um, I know you were working, so I wasn't going to try to bug you, like, hey, bro, when are we going to record? So I was like, I'll just let him hit me. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday. That was Tuesday. And then he texted me, hey, bro, I got the vid. (laughs) I initially (laughs) read it. I was like, this motherfucker said, I got the HIV. (laughs) (laughs) What
0: the fuck? Bro, I would not be sitting here, I'll be (laughs) sitting in the corner fucking crying my eyes out.
1: (laughs) No, uh, but welcome back, man. Fuck, it feels I like it has been forever. I'm glad survived. you're feeling better. Uh,
0: I thought the vid just stopped existing, but apparently that bitch is back. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking got me. It hit yeah. me with a one and two. Uh, Tuesday to Thursday was tough. Yeah, it was super fucking tough. Uh, but it's, it sucks when I get sick since I have asthma. And if, yeah. if it's if it's when I get sick when I and I develop a cough, it gets worse. Yeah, and I get more of a shortness of breath because of the asthma. Mm-hmm. And it just it fucking sucks. But I managed to.
1: Does your whole family have asthma? No, it was just it was just you. Yeah. Mm. It's
0: crazy. But uh a couple of my family members had it, like my mom had it, and I was like, I'm good like I had it before. I was forced to get the vaccine the like the first one. Mm. And I was like, for work or what? No, nah, they, parents... they, they 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 all made me. They're like, "Well, it's better if you had it." And I was like,
1: <laughs> I was like, oh. "Where's it at now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this shit did not fucking help me. Where's it at?" I should've got all fucking 5 doses of the fucking Fuck
1: no, but shit, I'm glad you're feeling better, bro. And and
0: it, and it made me think. What do you have? You ever been sick, like bad, bad? Like have you ever been like um, hospitalized, sick?
1: I had so. My whole family has asthma, but me. Um, it's the
0: opposite. Goddamn. And, <laughs> um, nice. and, and uh and
1: and they get when they get pneumonia, they they get it bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's a killer, bro. That's what killed Bernie Mac. Did you know that pneumonia killed Bernie Mac? I, oh yeah, yeah. So pneumonia's a killer. And especially if you have asthma, it fucks you up. So my whole family had pneumonia at one point, and um, I got it. But that was like the worst I've ever been sick. Um, I I never had COVID either.
0: No? At least I don't think I I think this is the only second time I've had COVID. The first time I had it, I was chilling. Like, I thought it was like the best feeling because all I lost was my taste and smell. Other than that, I was like functioning... 100%. 100%. Mm. Like, everybody else was like, fuck, dude. Like, I was in bed. Like, I was dying. Yeah. And that's how I kind of felt the other days. I was, like, headaches, like, cold chills and shit like that. My body was just sore, like, for a day. Mm-hmm. But then it went away. But, like, well, the first time I had it, was just, like, no taste, no smell. But I was, like,
1: Low-key, I was nervous. So, the last episode you guys seen, so, it was Friday. We filmed it on, oh, no, Saturday. Friday. Friday we filmed it her. on Friday. His mom wasn't feeling good. He told me, he's like, hey, bro, if you want to come through, it's up to you. I was like, I don't care. And then on Tuesday he texts me, Hey bro, I'm not feeling like fuck, it better not get me my ass was like Bob we even have fucking COVID, had to do bro. It with fucking that Mike Tyson shit.
0: <laughs> but the the worst time bro I ever got sick, I was in third grade it's when I was living in Texas. So at that little small town was like Bovina, it's like right on like like Texas borderline, but like borderline New Mexico. Like it does it's not that far over dry to get to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting sick. It was like a very cold winter. Cold winter. It was something I'm not used to. Like, I think, I don't know if I remember it vividly, but like it was close to the negatives at one point. So Damn. it was fucking cold. Damn. I'm wearing fucking like double puff jackets type shit. Like That's cold. Caught, me and my brother caught bronchitis. Oh. And we both ended up catching pneumonia. And I had it worse because of the asthma and everything. So I was, we were both hospitalized for about a week. Damn, bro. And that shit was rough, bro. Like they kept on fucking poking me to like, fucking, for like the fluid shit, yeah, yeah, the IV. Yeah. And I didn't really get along with like kids there at school. I had no friends. Like mm-hmm. the teachers were. That's like the story. The teacher pulled my hair. Oh, I think you did. Yeah. Bro. So God damn. that same fucking teacher, she comes in and visits me. I was like, oh, she cares about me. All she fucking brought me was, was a, homework. A, a homework, bro. A fucking stack. What a bitch. A fucking stack, and she was like, all right. I'll see you at school someday or like later when you feel better. And I was like, what a bitch, bro. Like, damn. You can't even tell me, like, I hope you feel better. Like, how am I doing? She just brought me a big ass stack of homework. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Good thing we ended up staying there that long. But that was like the worst, like, sickness I ever felt. But lately, and then when I do get sick now and then, it kind of, isn't as bad. Mm. It was just like whenever I do get sick it's just like for a couple of days and then my body well,
1: For the most part it's like like you're a healthy dude, mm-hmm. you so work I think that kind of helps out. Yeah, so, so whenever I do get sick out.
0: it's just got like a day where I'm just like throw mm-hmm. a wet rag on my forehead while I sleep and then I usually wake up pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Tried to do that Tuesday and I woke up fucking terrible in and out of sleep and I was like but I survived. Yeah.
1: Now the we're They didn't catch me. So are here. 23. 23. Episode 23. 23? I think so. 23. 23 yeah episode
0: yeah. 23 23 we're back uh, we are back
1: uh, um, we, straight we, we missed we missed the reaction to uh, um, and this is kind of what I wanted to get into
0: just a couple things actually
1: we missed the reaction to the greatest um, performance I've, I've ever seen out of an MMA fighter no in in general Ooh. Um. And I'm talking about Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury. Francis,
0: bro. Because if you look at interviews, boxer like zero chance. He's not getting close to him. I'm I'm survive, I'm be surprised if he yeah makes it all ten. And um, I wish it was twelve, but go keep going.
1: So, yeah. what did you think? What's what was your? Did you get a chance to look back at uh, it? I, I rewatched it. So what is what did you first of all? What did you score the fight? What did you score the fight? I was a little bit more biased and I get that. I thought
0: just because the fact that Francis had the only knockdown yes. and it was a 10-8 round. Yes. And it is weird because obviously for heavyweights, I figured there would not be that many punches being thrown. Mm-hmm. Obviously they they would gas out quicker. Yeah. And Francis surprised me, dude. Just gas tank was there, still there. And um yeah, Tyson hit him a couple times, but Francis was still walking him down, walking him down, and Francis got caught with a mean ass elbow, yeah, yeah, and didn't get deducted no points, nothing, and he it ate was that clean, elbow, bro. It, it, and if you look at their faces, like obviously damage wise, Francis looked perfect, perfect. Like the fight and didn't even happen. Tyson had Tyson like, had like, a fat ass black eye cut up
1: here, bro. And sorry, sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
0: And I think he could really. I think he's probably one of the best combat athletes on the planet right now.
1: Uh, no, no, no. That solidified him. That fight solidified him as one of the greatest combat athletes of all time, bro. Like he was
0: a heavyweight champion. He arguably fucking could have been the heavyweight champion in boxing.
1: Well, that wasn't sanctioned. So go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead.
0: And just that dude's a fucking animal, bro. Just a heck, a fucking hell of an athlete, and to come in there and fight Tyson Fury, who. Obviously, took a punch from Deontay Wilder, came back from the yeah. dead, and literally beat T- Deontay Wilder. Did you say they gave him
1: twenty two seconds?
0: I I had heard about that when he had knocked them down. I guess it's because when Ngannou was like mocking him, he didn't give him the proper time. Okay. So I guess that kind of delayed. But you know count. that
1: was the 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 Wilder issue too. They yeah. said they gave him fucking what twenty five like seconds
0: or 15, 20 or, seconds. They yeah, gave him a so, lot.
1: so that was an issue there too.
0: So our I I, I don't think he was that wobbled or that damaged. But I think Nganu kind of fucked up, and obviously he's in the he was hyped up. He saw sort of like, oh yeah, like I put you down kind of thing. But do you know what of, he said? Uh, I guess Tyson told him he's like, I'm gonna take you to school or some shit, and he's like, you're, you're a, a bad, bad professor. You're a
1: bad professor. And then he <laughs> did. Man, my takeaway from it. First of all, um, did you watch before the fight? Did you get a chance to see, or did you just watch? I was the at fight? the gym when you texted me. Well, so about the fight. So pretty much. I didn't even
0: know they were fighting that early, but I forgot. Well, their- it,
1: bro, to be honest with you. It was, the execution of the event was poor because there was so much gaps. Mm. It was so, what Saudi Arabia is doing for sports in general is insane. Um, So what this is, this kicked off Riyadh season four for Saudi Arabia. That's where, that's where Usyk and Fury are fighting. Um, They're supposed to fight in December Tyson said, nah, fuck that. We're fighting after. We're fight-. Well, of course. He just got fucked up.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he thought he was like, "No, I'm going to walk him down. I'll be ready to fight.
1: So what I found out, the reason why he had to sign that is um, it wasn't like a, to disrespect Francis that he's just going to walk through because that was like the talk. But um, the WBC didn't sanction this fight. Um, that's why the belt wasn't on the line. Uh, okay, that's why okay. his belt wasn't on the line. But the WBC was pressuring uh, uh, Tyson saying, hey, you got to fight or else you got to relinquish that belt and you Mm got to fight by this time and we're telling you by this time. Um, And that's why they signed that deal for December. But now obviously things, it turned out differently um, and they got to push it back because um, I think the reason, the real technical reason why they're pushing it back is because um, you can't, if he has a concussion, he can't fight. I think.
0: Oh, sounds like a medical. Yeah, clinical.
1: yeah, yeah. So I think that's it. I could be wrong, but I think that's the why. Why technically you could get pushed back mm, now.
0: That makes sense.
1: But that's why he had to sign it for December. So they're not fighting in December, but they are fighting in uh, in Saudi Arabia for Riyadh season. Um, what's like I said, what Saudi Arabia is doing though, is they're putting on a amazing show, right? Mm. So it was a concert. Before the, the main, main event. event Oh shit Bro I, They had I don't know who this This uh, like Afro singer um, They had Becky G And Lil Baby in, in there So it was just dope And they had um Some technology That I really haven't seen before well, them, them, sorry, It's great, endless so money, money Endless money And
0: And I've heard Andrew Schultz Talk about on his podcast The way there's just like Different Like I forgot the word It's a royal family so it's yeah great. yeah But they just have fucking money He was talking about like license plates that people pay Millions yeah. of dollars to flex license plates. I was yep. like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, so so over there, pretty much uh, the lower... So the president or the whatever prime minister gets the number zero, I think, or one. And so the flex is the closest to zero or one. There's like more. And then it's like the number three just sold for $30 million. The license plate three... Basically, the bigger the number, the, the, the less money yeah, you have. Yeah, so, which is dumb. But, I mean, that's how you flex when you have endless money. Because I think them. they were saying... Like, Nissan or some shit, like, mm-hmm. gives
0: them cars? So, no, no, no. Some shit like so, that. I haven't, haven't got the chance to fully So So,
1: I think it was back in the day when they didn't have money.
0: Mm, um, okay, okay, okay.
1: Nissan was all that they had because it was, a, like, a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, well, yeah, the Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, the Flex is, like, no, we still got this piece of shit because this is how long we've been here. I think. Um, I'm, oh, okay, okay. But uh, back to what I was saying, though. Fucking, they're just pouring money. They flew Every, like, uh, no, like, no, like, every boxer that you could think of was there. There Pacquiao, besides Mayweather, Pacquiao, Holyfield. Well, Tyson was with uh, Francis already. Pacquiao, Holyfield, fucking De La Hoya. Everybody, every all the Hall of Famers were there. They flew them out. Kanye West was there. there Eminem was there. Ronaldo was there. The The Who's Who of Who was there. there. McGregor there. McGregor was there. Izzy was UFC there. Usman was, was there. You see
0: legends were there Chuck Liddell and uh fuck who was the other guy Connor McGregor was talking about. But it was dope. Francis walked out or Izzy and Usman walked them out walked with Mike Tyson.
1: Out. It was just it, it was a spectacle for sure. So that in itself was a win. That's a lot of money just with those people
0: just being there.
1: That's that in itself was a win just the spectacle of okay Kanye West is there. Where the fuck does Kanye West ever show? Ever up. show?
0: Yeah.
1: Um so that was interesting. Um And then the performance in itself, bro. Um, I'm going to keep it real. Like, I'm not an emotional guy at all. At all. Mm -hmm. And like watching this fight got me emotional because this is a guy that 12 months ago or 10 months ago at the time, everybody was calling him an idiot. Everybody was calling him a loser for leaving the UFC. Everybody was bashing this man because the idea of a heavyweight Anybody other named Conor McGregor getting a, a, f- a boxing fight, There's no. it's never going to happen. And yeah. they're blaming the media, the Ariel Helwani's, the fucking Luke Thomas's, the people high in MMA media, they're blaming them for setting a false expectation for Francis. Oh, and they're like, Francis, you're an idiot. Uh, You fumbled the bag. Did you see his bag? Did you see it or no? I
0: didn't see the bag. So his
1: bag, he had a dope bag that he walked out with, um, like, to the locker room, his locker room, and it had said fumbled the bag on, on oh, his bag. Oh, yeah, 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 I did. I did. So, so that was a conversation going prior to June of 2023 because June is when he signed that contract to for Tyson Fury. Period. Period. And then when he fucking signed his contract, like you said, zero chance of winning, zero opportunity. I don't... This is the most... Chael said it. Chael Sonnen said it. This is the most lopsided... Um, sporting event in history this is as if you got lebron james and phil jackson and kobe Bryant. everybody if you got them to go on a football field and play the tom brady patriots this is as if that's what you're doing and that's how lopsided this is gonna be he went out there bro and in the third round he fucking dropped him beautiful and he dropped him and he should have been done And then he comes back in the sixth. He takes the the fifth off. Comes back in the sixth. Hits him with a fucking nasty uppercut. Stuns him again. Seventh, eighth round. Eh, kind of there for for Francis. Eight for nine and ten. You can see he's getting a little fucking a little more tired, but he's still in it. In the clinch. Fucking Tyson couldn't handle him, bro. A 6'9 professional, the greatest (laughs) heavyweight boxer (laughs) of all time, arguably, could not. Francis was throwing him around in the clinch, bro, like a fucking ragdoll. And anybody else in that position would have been in been anybody else in Tyson's position would have been the same result.
0: Because other fights that wouldn't Tyson be in clinches because he's so much more bigger and so much heavier. like when Deontay Wilder exactly. Just could Francis,
1: Francis it was that it. dirty boxing Francis was putting on Tyson, bro, was amazing. In the clinch, Tyson was scared to go in that fucking clinch because he knew, I'm not strong in this guy, and I'm not going to be able to get anything off on him. He was just, I hate the idea, I'm sorry, I know I'm rambling, but I hate the fucking idea and the, the words out there that, well, Tyson obviously didn't prepare. This is boxing, bro. You don't play fight. You don't play boxing. There are tune-up fights that you might uh, take it a little easier. But this is
0: not a tune-up fight.
1: You can say that that this was a tune-up fight going into this fight. But then Tyson himself, after the fight, said, this was the hardest I've ever fucking trained. So you got to take his words for it. And you got to give that credit to fucking Francis, bro. I've never seen something like this. This the greatest performance I've ever seen. This guy should have won. The only reason why he didn't win was because they had that fight signed already. And they knew... They knew, regardless of the outcome, Tyson was gonna win this fight because you can't fucking give a championship fight to a loser who just came off a loss. You're not gonna give. It's his belt is on the line. Yep. The WBC heavyweight titles on the fucking line, and they weren't gonna let Francis win. So he won that fight, bro. He won. Everybody, fucking uh, uh, Eddie Hearn was saying who who was the promoter in England for for um the zone, right? For for zone and he's uh, the Anthony Joshua's dude. And bro, he's the most sought after fighter in the world right now. In the world, MMA and fucking uh, boxing. I think Francis could arguably just bounce between both. But now th- that's my question to you. What do you do if you're Tyce- or Francis, right? Because
0: he still has the PFL contract, which yes. is a lot. And he said that he was supposed to fight in 2024. I don't know the exact day or early 2024. But he could arguably still fucking box, dude. He could fight Anthony Joshua. He could fight Usyk. Or... Like, he went fucking... He beat Tyson Fury. He did. And for him to come back, I'm sure he could be a PFL champion. And I don't know... But for what? He, that's what I'm saying. That's my
1: question to you. So, like, you say you, he could bounce back, but he made flat. This was his fee: $10 million off of this one fight. You know what he made his last fight in the UFC? $670,000. Jesus. As a
0: champion. So do you think he'll chase the bag in boxing and pursue a championship there? So that's... Because I think he was... I didn't get to see the podcast with him and Joe, but I know people were still speculating like, oh, he's going to come back and fight John Jones, but John Jones is only going to get hep or older. But I think after seeing that performance, I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't know. Because all really does, Francis has to do... Is really land one punch, and I know John Jones is the <coughs> goat in 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 the UFC.
1: He's never faced a striker like this man. This man just went toe to toe with Tyson fucking Fury and I in think, pure hands.
0: I think his striking just in general has improved so much because of boxing, and we saw him wrestle fuck Soraghan. Some Francis is not a wrestler. Obviously, John Jones is a lot better in the grappling, clinch, and on the ground. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll fucking give John Jones a run for his money for real. I,
1: I think. John Jones, if I'm John Jones, I don't want no fucking smoke with Francis Ngannou. If I'm anybody in the MMA world, I want zero smoke with Francis Ngannou. And if I'm Francis Ngannou, I don't want zero. I want absolutely zero to do with MMA. Because his next fight is going to be for $30 million. His next fight, whether it's Deontay Waller, Anthony Joshua, Eddie Hearn is pushing heavily for Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou. And... His fucking highness, the uh I think he's like uh Sheikh Al Adik, uh he's the, the dude who ran Riyadh season, the dude who who uh, put I'll that together. He said, I'm not letting Francis Nganu leave Saudi Arabia without a deal. And he got a deal. We just don't know it yet. He oh, okay, okay, he okay. got a fight for any any time between um now and December because but at the least, he's got to fight in twenty twenty four for the PFL, and that's what the dude said for uh, the the COP or president of PFL. He said, um, "We just need Francis to fight one time this year. That's it. He could do whatever we support him with or whatever. He just got to fight one time."
0: That sounds like a, like a chill ass CEO compared right? to right, right. Compared to and the and Dana. how
1: it played out, bro. How it played out for Dana White. Oh man, did you see what he
0: said? What did he say? He was like, I mean. I was surprised Francis. I mean, he was like, How crazy is that to see Francis go ten rounds? And towards the end of his quote, he was like, I mean, I didn't see the fight. But
1: I was like, what a fucking hater, bro. You you
0: watched the fight. He didn't give no credit to Francis like his performance. He was just like, I mean, how crazy is that? He went ten rounds with fucking Tyson Fury. Like he was just like, Oh, he went the distance with him. That's like but he was like, I didn't see the fight. I was like, I I fucking doubt that. I'm pretty sure you watched the fight and you're like, Holy fuck, like I could have been a part of that. Like I could have
1: So that's that's the thing now is that how it played out. If you would have just given Francis what he wanted,
0: you could have made the you could have made John. the f-
1: no, well, and then look how it played out. now. So you could have made the fight with John Jones. You didn't want to have Francis box. Um, you didn't want to give Francis any fucking uh, wiggle room in in like starting something in Africa because that's what he wanted. He wanted insurances for the fighters. He didn't want to give him anything like that, and now. He's changing the landscape of MMA fighters, how they look at boxing. Because now if I'm Sean O'Malley, now if I'm a, a, a fucking champion, I'm like, huh, this guy just made $10 million off one fight. They, I don't know how much these guys make in, just for the fights alone. I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody really knows, bro. I could do this, and I could do... I, why they, this is now he gave me leverage at, for my because um he's been uh, Sean O'Malley's been talking about Haney,
0: he's been talking shit to Devin Haney, Davis, Shakur Stevenson. So,
1: why, why not? If I'm Sean O'Malley, why not? I'm my, my personal brand is bigger outside of the UFC than inside the UFC. Yeah, people know my name because I, I'm this character, yeah, but I'm this character the same inside and out. So I can market myself in whatever the fuck I do.
0: And I think he could arguably make more money than he than Francis did because of his, his name. Well, and obviously the other no. boxers that he's gonna fight, like Devin Haney is a big name in boxing. But he's
1: not as big as Tyson Fury. That's true. So, so it's like I get it. And, and it's and also not heavyweight.
0: Heavyweights I feel like get I, more views because yes, everybody knows yes. everybody knows what to expect when two heavyweights fight. Yep. When two heavyweights that have knockout power mm-hmm. and they throw down, everybody kinda is like, oh, someone's gonna get knocked down or slept.
1: Yeah. So, While
0: the lower weight classes are more like technical, more yeah. skillful. You look and, for like
1: clinics type. Yeah. Like.
0: Especially with Devin Haney. Like yeah. we've all seen Devin Haney fight. He hasn't had a
1: mm-hmm. a
0: knockout in a minute. So it'll be more of like a, a money thing, I think. But it won't be, I think, as a big show nor as near as an entertaining as the Nganem fight.
1: Yeah. And and so Ariel, Ariel Hawani mentioned that. He's like, if you're... Sean, why why, why not? And after seeing that, you're like, what Francis did is legitimized MMA fighters, which never happens. Legitimized M- MMA fighters in boxing. It never happens. Conor McGregor went in there and it looked stupid. Mm-hmm. Mayweather made him look dumb at the end of the day. Haha, they got paid. Yeah, at the end of the day, Conor McGregor supposedly made $100 million. Don't believe that. But he made all this fucking money, and now it's, ah, they're just laughing to the bank. doesn't matter what the outcome of the fight was. Right. They never gave Connor a chance. They never gave Tyson a chance. But Tyson just won this fight, and now looking at, okay, well, maybe these strikers in MMA might have a legitimate fucking chance in boxing. Maybe. But what Chael says is you're setting them up for failure because this never works out. Saudi Arabia lost money on that fight. Which it didn't matter They weren't planning on making money
0: They have enough money They,
1: They just want to establish Legitimacy in Fight or in sport over there That's all they want to do That's all they want to do. They'll lose money all day. They just want that to be a destination for sporting events. Whether it be soccer with Ronaldo, whether it be boxing with Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou, or fucking potentially basketball, Mm -hmm. or they already own golf. They already, the PGA, they bought the PGA, so they own golf. They're trying to do it with everything. God damn. So it's like, so it's like, bro. Slimey, Right? You know what I'm saying? What's going to stop them from doing every major sport and it becoming a spectacle every every which way in all sports? So that's what's interesting with them in that. Because mm-hmm. now, if you listen to Schultz's podcast, he said, they're running out of oil and they know that. So what now they're doing is making that a tourist spot, spot. so that these billionaires come there and, and, hey, this is the thing to do now. And that's it. And as soon as they do that, it's a wrap. And, shit, I don't see why they couldn't do that.
0: Slowly but surely, it looks like that's what they're doing, too. Bro,
1: all these people, like, the fucking Nelk boys were there, and they're just saying how amazing it is there, and how fucking um, generous the people are, and how, it's just, you know, it's just something to behold.
0: That's, that's what Andrew Schultz was talking about, because, like, everybody thinks that, like, there's, like, English barrier, language yeah. barrier as well, but a lot of those people have come to the States and got a degree and everything. Yep and they're just like as fat, like regular people as everybody else they just have a shit ton of money. Yeah. But they know how to fucking put together events, bro. They so really do.
1: What would you rather see for Francis in the boxing? Cuz PFL, who the fuck is the heavyweight champion in PFL? Nobody knows, saying. nobody cares. The only thing left for him in UFC is to fight or in the MMA is to fight John, John Jones, Jones in the UFC, but that's never going to happen, bro. Cuz
0: everybody was speculating John Jones and Stipe was supposed to be a two-way retirement thing. John Jones wins and then Stipe was supposed to retire and then John Jones. It's to just retire. ridiculous, and, and that, that shit is that whole thing is until, that whole thing
1: is ridiculous, bro.
0: I don't even think I'm that not, fight's ever going to happen. I'm anymore. not even
1: interested in it. I don't think anybody's interested anymore. Francis took that news by storm. That happened in in you know, the same time Francis just fucking won the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time. Like he, this guy won. UFC lost. Fucking. And then, and then they got these whack-ass pay-per-views coming up with fucking interim belts.
0: Interim belts. I'm only excited to see Pereira, and that's literally coming up.
1: <sighs> Man, it's just interesting. So in boxing, what do you want for Francis? Out of the, the top four, let's just say, we have, so we, we got Tyson, we got Joshua, we got um, Wilder, Wilder, and, and Usyk.
0: Usyk. We haven't seen Wilder in a minute, and obviously Wilder in boxing was the hardest hitter. Yeah. I feel like him versus Francis would be fucking fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we never really seen Deontay Wilder be technical. I think that's why he Tyson Fury dominated him because there was not there was not much technicality from Deontay Wilder spot. It was just that right hand. Yeah. But well, looking at Francis, I was like, this dude knows how to fucking box. So, yeah. He Mike Tyson. He put, sharp. Yeah. Mike Tyson put in work. He looked sharp with bro. him. So I feel like that'll be the the more entertaining fight because obviously you you know where you're gonna get from those two fighters. Mm-hmm. It's just it's either gonna get like I said with the heavyweights, especially but also with Wilder and Francis, the hardest hitters in both MMA and then boxing. Mm-hmm. Fireworks.
1: If I'm Tyson Fury or or if I'm Francis and Ganu, I either I want two things. I either want the I want the rematch with with Tyson, but you're gonna have to wait for that. You're gonna have to wait until maybe they're fighting. Let's just say they fight in February. Uh, Usyk and and, um, Fury. and Fury, they fight in February. You're going to have to wait till fucking June or July to to box mm-hmm. again. Um, or I want Joshua. Only because I don't want anything to do with, with, um, with Wilder because potentially, bro, he might knock your ass out. And then that's the end of your whole career yeah. in boxing. So that's a dangerous fight. But I want Joshua because I know he's not going to knock me out. But also it gives me credibility in boxing because he's looked at as the most technical boxer in the heavyweight division. And he's looked at like as the most polished. He's an Olympic golden gloves dude. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he's that guy in the heavyweight division. Um, So that's how I look, but he's also the easier fight because he's, he's he's got pillows for hands for the most part. He's not, somebody's going to just knock you the fuck out. He's this presence. He looks like this fucking stack house, bro. But he's, Come on, Compared not, to all the other guys, he's wears, not that guy. He
0: doesn't. I think he hits the, the lightest. Like out of all the other yeah. guys, and I, honestly, Tyson Fury Usyk Usyk is a fucking dog. I think Usyk yeah. has a great chance to winning. middleweight, that, middleweight. That's what. You just, did you Did you hear that posted. he was like yelling out like shit for, uh, to Tyson Fury, like what to do and shit? Like oh, use your no. jab, use your jab. And yeah. I was like Usyk over here coaching. and I was like I don't know Usyk.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if I'm Francis or if I'm Tyson, bro, I don't. I. I I don't know if it's he didn't look good, but it, but Francis made him because Francis was fighting awkward. It, he wasn't he wasn't a Bro, he's switching southpaw to orthodox. He was switching constantly. And how long do you keep this in your mouth? For a minute for are, are you done?
0: I don't know. I don't know when it's done. That's why. No, I was you're learning. good. Okay.
1: How do you? How
0: does? How do, that's what takes a minute. That's what. That, I don't know. It's my first time. I don't know how long.
1: But how do you? Do you? I
0: feel a little head high.
1: A little head high. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's kind of what it does. But um. Uh yeah, but he Tyson didn't um look the best, obviously. Credit to Francis. But um if I'm uh you good?
0: Huh? Yeah. You're good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that looks like a fucking walkthrough for Usyk, bro. Mm-hmm. Usyk looked like he could walk through that shit.
0: They're saying that they were speculating that uh because I think Tyson Fury and Usyk had like met, not met, but they like shook hands and shit. And then Usyk kind of picked them up. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the comments are like thinking they're like, "Oh, that was like a mind game. Like he picked them up to show him like,
1: yeah, like I could move you. Yeah, I'm your dad. Like it was a mind game. Like mm-hmm.
0: oh, like you fucked up embracing me because. And they were just laughing it off, but Usyk was kind of serious. He was like, I, could, I, could. I
1: don't know, it's gonna be interesting, interesting, interesting.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities that can happen in the in the boxing. I think boxing weight heavyweight just became more interesting because of the performance that Francis put on. Mm-hmm. If Francis had gone knocked out within like the first five rounds, then obviously the whole MMA, yeah, going done. to boxing, the, the whole story would have been done. But now, he kind of changed up the whole game. Yep. Shout out Francis.
1: Yep. Shout out Francis, man. Amazing, amazing, amazing performance. The All best
0: right. combat athlete in the world.
1: So let's talk about this weekend. This weekend, coming up. Yes, yeah. That's the fight, right? That's the fucking interim. That interim. was the,
0: one of the most exciting cards of the year when it Mm -hmm. got announced um but 295 yeah yeah it went to shit because the john jones got hurt injuries happen in training camp all the time but uh it went from being probably the one of the most exciting ones because obviously john jones name versus the heavyweight goat yeah and now you got Pereira headlining which is going to be interesting um I was very excited for the fight. I'm honestly still going to watch it. And
1: it's Pereira versus fucking a guy who just had the supposedly the worst shoulder injury that the UFC's ever seen. So, like, that doesn't interest me that much. I'm always interested in Pereira, especially at 205. But And, and then, also,
0: is it going to be on the on the feet? Obviously, when you fight Yuri, Yuri is more of a, a wrestler and stuff like that.
1: No, uh, Jan.
0: Jan. Yeah, Jan, Jan. Jan. And... Pereira won, so I think this is going to be more of a firework, but how you said of the shoulder injury, we don't know how how much Yuri's still going to be himself, that awkward style that he has, I don't know how much limited he he's going to be, mm-hmm. but obviously Pereira's still going to be lot fireworks, and he that dude's just still trolling Izzy, I don't know if he just, Izzy lives free, and like rent free in his head, because mm-hmm. you know how Izzy was joking around, he was like, oh, I'm not going to fight until 2027? Yeah. Then Paredo was like, "Oh, I'll start my boxing career in 2027 or some <laughs> shit like that." Like he's just like making little remarks, talking mm-hmm. about like I'm still chasing you. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just like this. I don't like I don't know if this is just trolling at this point or if he like really wants to fight. Is he like just wants to like?
1: I think it's a part of his character.
0: Yeah. So it's I think uh, he's embraced it. Kinda. Yeah.
1: So it's like it, it, everything. Every time he says something about it, it's headlines. You know, it's just something funny. Did you see
0: that he? Uh, he had posted a picture on IG. He had like, oh, I've adopted a son. And then, you know how everybody say he looks like that
1: stone face? Yeah.
0: <laughs> he had posted a picture with it. <laughs>
1: See, that's what I'm saying, bro. He's doing good marketing himself. He's, I mean, fuck, bro. You got to make money outside the UFC.
0: For someone who doesn't speak great English mm-hmm. or English at all, he's doing a great job. At right? Because that's, putting...
1: you know, that doesn't happen all the time. Right. Like, like uh okay somebody okay you love Charles I love Charles too but he doesn't market himself that well mm-hmm. he's not like somebody you could just relate to and this guy likes Pikachu you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like shit like that it makes it you know a little more li- little more interesting as yeah. a character and so but no I I like him I'm just not too interested in this fucking fight bro I'm just being real like I I'm I'm gonna watch it of course but I just I, man I it went from being
0: super like hype and super like just like fuck like I can't wait for November eleventh. Like I can't you wait got for November. Double 11. interim
1: belts on the line for this. You've yeah. you've you've had a lot of a lot of shit happen in the UFC. And then I hate to say it, but Francis just took these headlines for the next for the past two weeks. He's been taking these headlines. There's been no really buildup that I've seen that's been making me want to be like yep. fuck yeah. And then we got the interim interim heavyweight on the line. That Francis was just in, Francis just had the belt, and then now there's no belt. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, man. You got Sergey Pavlovich and fucking Tom Aspinall who took this shit on 14 days' notice or
0: some shit like that. So, obviously, we know who's the gonna be more ready. That's why, even if you wanna see inner interim belt, it's not like as exciting because you know someone's coming in there prepared not as as prepared there's there's one guy that that was the backup so he's locked in he's
1: already been prepared bro then you have
0: another guy he's like uh like uh
1: i know and he just fought recently probably fought what three months ago Mm -hmm. so So,
0: i mean man obviously we're still gonna watch and hopefully it turns out great hopefully it turns out entertaining yeah but then we don't have still much word on kobe for i know he's
1: he had an injury right
0: some shit like that they're talking about him Bilal stepping in. So, but there's not, there hasn't been news. There still hasn't been like a, a buildup. Yeah. So, that December card, who knows how that's going to play out.
1: I know they're praying for these fucking young dudes to come through, bro. These um, Ian Gary's. Because I know uh, Ian
0: Gary. Did you hear about Leon kicked him out of the gym or yeah, some shit like so, that? Yeah. So, so, um. That I think is setting up. If Leon is still champion by the time Ian Gary has moved up in the ranks, that's going to create a good a good headline is going to create a good
1: marketing Shab if leon Shab was saying that shit is true like um these guys look like young dudes will come in and toss around the champ and the champ's like fuck that i don't, I don't want oh, shit. yeah he said that shit's real like really real um and it's just their ego for the most Damn. part so that's interesting right
0: i mean maybe really ian gary's that fucking the next up
1: uh, I hope so. We need something new because our champs and and our entertaining fights have been like you. I kinda, hate. Man. Obviously,
0: we hate seeing champs so active because there you start to see like their performances, like how Izzy and Volk. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't want a champ that fights once a year. No. Nah, so it's kind any. of like a fuck, like a like an like a negative and a positive thing because you don't want your champ to constantly fight and mm-hmm. then. Lose it, yeah. Like how Kamaru, he's just on the decline. You know, Volk is lost, uh-huh. but also you don't want.
1: No, I, I get it. It's, it, it, it. That's where it comes. The UFC's done a good job up until now. I, I feel like building these young fighters and prepping them, but, I mean, it kind of bites them in the ass sometimes because I mean, Patty lit the world on fire in 2021. Where's he been at, bro?
0: And I don't even know if he's gonna keep on fighting 155. But that can't be healthy the way he no. just eats and puts on so and much. And then he's weight. fighting
1: Ferguson, bro. Like,
0: I'm, all that does to you is, yeah, you're fighting a legend. But at at doesn't a legend really, has
1: lost like seven in a row or six but in that, a row. Yeah, that
0: doesn't do anything to your own legacy. That doesn't do anything to your own rankings. No, no. Yes, I, I'm a. I don't even think Ferguson's ranked anymore. I don't know if he's no. still top
1: fifteen. No, he shouldn't be.
0: But. I just I, I don't know about Patty, bro. I don't I don't know if he's gonna be that.
1: But I was I was just giving him as an example of like they were trying to build this guy. It's only worked out so much with who's it worked out with Sean Sean O'Malley.
0: Who else? But I think they built Sean correctly. Like they kept on giving him not I don't want to say easy. Well, yeah, there were easy fights up no, until yon. But like I think they knew that they rushed Darren Till too much. Then they they'll see talents and they rush rushing too much. I think yeah. Sean O'Malley was perfect. Yeah. But it did take a couple years. Mm -hmm. While Ian Gary is probably going to take a couple years, I think they're trying to build him up. What is
1: he, 9 or 10, something right now? Yeah. Like like 8 or 9. And he's only
0: 24, so he could probably be champion by like 26.
1: I don't know. I don't know, man. Unless
0: they feed him somebody quick. He has a tough fight ahead of him.
1: I don't know, bro. But
0: But It's exciting to see. It is. It is. And then Shafka, too. Yeah. But nobody just wants to fight Shafka. I'm sure he wants to be active. Thompson's fighting him? Not that uh,
1: who's Thompson fighting? He, he, I think he is fighting Shafka.
0: He might. I don't know if it was officially announced.
1: I don't know. I because th- I thought it was on the December card. It might be. I don't know. We have, but we have to double check. Yeah, these interns fight aren't aren't in- interesting me. And if fucking Colby falls out, I mean, Bilal deserves that before Colby. Hell yeah! But it just
0: sucks because it will be three pay per views in a row where injuries occurred. Mm-hmm. Change and, the card. And up. Just change the whole card, and instead of being this hyped up fight where everybody's ready, you have somebody stepping in like a week, two day, two weeks notice, and it just changes the whole yeah. aspect of the whole card.
1: So who do you who do you got this weekend?
0: I got Pereira and Aspinall.
1: Ooh, Aspinall. I I can't. It's based off of what I've seen recently in like these short notice fights. It just never worked out. I want Aspinall to win because I think him. on um, really, really, honestly. I think Aspinall and Curtis Blades and John Jones are the most talented in that division right now. Mm-hmm. Um I I obviously Sergi is is like a knockout artist. That's what he is. That's what he's known for. But um I'm going to go with Sergi, Sergey, um and then I'm going to go puteta too. Yeah.
0: Um, does it because of Yuri's injury?
1: Yeah, and he's been off for what a year, a, year, a year. year and a half. Year and a half.
0: And then we'll see how Jamal Hill, if he comes back, That's maybe he'll bro. get Have we title seen shots. an
1: Achilles tear in UFC? I don't know. I think I'm, he's
0: just he had a fucking terrible injury and I don't uh, I don't for it to be playing basketball and not training, that fucking sucks.
1: I, uh, that yeah. fuck
0: that that fucking blows.
1: Yeah. But what a dumbass.
0: Yeah. should have been man. playing ball.
1: Yep. What else, bro? Got anything else for this weekend?
0: Yeah, I got. I got. Oh, I had a little topic that I want to talk about, but other than like sports related, I mean,
1: I got some shit that I wanted to talk to you about other than sports.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool.
1: If you wanna, if you wanna talk about yours, you wanna jump into mine. I don't care.
0: Uh, yeah. So today, Sunday, we're recording. Um, I didn't get to go to church like live. I woke up a little late, so I was watching it on my phone. I, I didn't get to pay, I wasn't able to pay like hundred percent attention because I was with my nephew as well. Mm. He was like talking to me. He was like, fly me around like Superman. I'm, like trying, to like, <laughs> I'm trying to hear the service. Mm-hmm. And what occurred? What he has said, it didn't it hit me until he has said it. So do you know how many thoughts occur to you every day?
1: Probably billions.
0: So it's 60,000. <laughs> so do you know how much of those are reoccurring thoughts? Like how much of a percentage those are the same thoughts over and over?
1: Probably a lot is 95%. And it made
0: me think like how much of those are like negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that in myself today that negative thoughts over and over that are reoccurring in my head throughout the whole day has led me to make like bad impulsive decisions Mm when I thought just like negative thinking like I'm going to do this I'm going to leave this from here I'm going to stop talking to you know just impulsive decisions that later on I'll be like Fuck. Like, I don't want to live a life with regret, but I'll be like, fuck, like, I shouldn't have...
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it.
0: ...done that. So, he gave everybody, like, a challenge. When you're going through the negative thoughts every day, like, just three questions you ask yourself, like, is the negative thought true? Mm-hmm. Is it helpful? And, like, is it kind? Like, a negative thoughts that I'll, I'll always be thinking is, like, oh, I ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, is it true? Like, no, like, I'm, I'm worth something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Like, I, I'm, now as I'm thinking, and I was thinking about it all today, I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know the steps, nor, like, the procedure, like, how to get out of those negative thoughts. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed that I'm like, fuck, I do that shit a lot. Yeah. Like, I do we it. all do. A lot. Yeah. Probably, like, more than I, like, way more than I should. And it just led me, and I was like, with this, like, now I'm working construction, it's like, I'm outside, it's hard work, and just any other job, I'm just like, bro, fuck this, like, it's bullshit, like. I'm tired. Like, I really want to be doing this. Mm -hmm. And just constant negative thoughts that, and this week was a long ass week. Obviously, I didn't work as much because I was sick. But prior weeks, I'd be like, bro, fuck this. Like, I'm tired. I'm going to hurt myself doing this shit. Like, fuck this tomorrow. Fuck it. But I'll just be like, take a day at a time. Yeah. But if I really let those negative thoughts get to me, I would have made an impulsive decision and not shown up. I get it. You know? So I had a question about you have you noticed yourself dealing with negative thoughts? Obviously everybody does, but do you just like react impulsively or do you like try to talk to yourself like out of it and try to start thinking more positive toward, or do you feed into those negative thoughts?
1: I definitely feed into them a lot, bro. Um, most of them are like have to do with like just me being insecure as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it be like with my relationship, uh, or just my relationship with myself, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, like I'd be like, "Fuck bro you're you're not a good person because this, this and this, mm-hmm. or think back to a situation with my girl, and it'll like ruin my mood at the time, and it she won't even do nothing. um it'll just be something that I'm listening to or something that happens that I see um like like for instance this this weekend, I was doing some cleaning, and then I saw something and it fucked me up. It like bothered me bad bro mm-hmm. like bad, and I was like like i i I was working with this dude um his his name's junior uh good dude, he's an older cat, but uh he's more like a a free spirited dude he's older he does i I don't think he has kids, but he's an older dude, he's like my dad's age, and um he told me randomly he's like, it's funny you say this, he's like uh I was listening to this guy, and he told me whenever I'm thinking about something bad, um, you gotta remind yourself of something uh, positive that's happened to you recently. And um, he's like, I'll I think of something bad, and then um, I'll be like Disneyland, 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 like like just something that that just that he just did or like some, happy thoughts. And yeah, shit. like he'll keep keep instead of replaying like or thinking of back down to whatever the fuck you're thinking about, um, he's like, try that, just try it. And so in that moment, this weekend, when I saw something and it just bothered me, um, I was just thinking like my son, my son, my son, my son, my son, my son, until like, I just thought of something about my son and a situation about my son that made me happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And But yeah, no, that's what I've been trying. It doesn't work all the time. Um, definitely doesn't but that's like something that I've been trying and it, it it helps a little bit but I mean everybody gets gets in that mode and in those moods and I try really try I try not to even talk about it because like you're already bringing it you're thinking about it and then once you talk about it, it comes out like you're putting it out there yeah and then but then it's also tricky being in a relationship that if she knows something's wrong with you and you don't communicate that, it seems like uh, that could be a problem in itself mm-hmm. because she wants to be there. Your your partner wants to be there for you. So that's kind of what I tangle with right now too is that when I do have a problem or something is bothering me, um, when it what is right to say and what is not? What should I just keep to myself? And what should I say? That's something I think about too. Um, and I don't know. I don't know that fucking answer.
0: Um, yeah, I just started thinking about it today and I was like, what the fuck can I do? Because it's just like this whole like two months past I was like I had so much negative thoughts feeding to me every day mm-hmm. and especially I'm not a morning person so I fucking hate waking up early bro like right lately I've been waking up like 3, 3.30 in the morning I'm just like bro fuck this like, uh-huh. like do I really want to be doing this shit and like the way my coworkers would be like the crew that I'm working with like yeah bro like if you stay here for like this long you could be a f-. I was like bro I don't want to fucking stay here you know what I mean? Like
1: I get that. I get that 100%. So bro. people
0: were, and I'm just like, people started telling me and and then, now when like shit gets tough because I'm, like, I'm able to like handle the work, mm-hmm. but it's just a fact that I'm just like, like bro, like I'm over like fucking my body up, like my hands, like I really want to be doing, I'm like nah, I'm like fuck this. Then if I accidentally like hit the sledgehammer and I accidentally hit my hand, I'm like fuck this bro, like, you know what I mean? Just like constant negative thoughts and like other jobs that are like were a lot easier. I'm just like, bro, fuck this. Like this shit's boring. Like I don't fuck with the people here. Just constant like negative mm-hmm. thoughts where I'll talk to people. I'm just like, like, nah, I don't really like fuck with this person. And it would just, most of the time would just be like ego and like pride and shit.
1: That's a killer, bro.
0: So it's just like all these negative thoughts and it didn't hit me today. I'm just like, fuck, like what are, I guess I'll try like the three question method to start and see what really helps me to get out of those that, that negative just, space because it has led me to do fucking.
1: It's just so hard. I feel like, um, like we're emotional people as humans. It's just so hard to like in that moment, like if you do, bro, you're a fucking, as a person, you're on another level. Like to be able to even ask yourself those questions because your ego will tell you, no, your feelings are valid. No, mm-hmm. like that's okay to feel like that. But then, and then to like, just hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask myself these three questions like you just said. I feel like that's fucking hard, especially like if it's an altercation or if it's something that happened and you're, and then you start thinking about it, man, I I, I shouldn't be here, man. I deserve more. I deserve this. And that's just straight ego talking. And that shit could fucking corrupt your mind, bro. I, I just know from personal experience, like I have my own business and- I used to think that I was entitled to to certain things, or I was I deserve more, or I should be here, and I'm here. But I I've learned just being in business myself, like things aren't gonna go your way at all. Ninety nine percent of the time, in general, in life, things aren't gonna go your way, and if they do, fucking, you better appreciate that mm. shit.
0: Because I'm thinking about like, damn, ninety five percent. Of the thoughts are the same thoughts? Yeah. Like, how much of those negative thoughts are the same constantly, like... <sighs> I'm like, I'm asking myself those three questions, like, a lot throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But I might just, like, ignore those three questions, because I'm like, it's the same thought over So, what are the over. three questions? Tell me again. So, is it true? Is it true? Is it helpful? Mm-hmm. And is it kind? Mm-hmm. Like, is it true that I'm not worthy? Or, like, is it helpful me thinking that way? Like, is it kind for me to, to myself be thinking that? Mm-hmm. That way you can just kind of, like, fuck, like, all right, let me... Like, like, that's not am worthy. Like, it doesn't help me thinking like that. It's not kind of myself to my mental space, mm-hmm. things like that. And it hit me today. I was like, fuck, dude. I was like, and I, like I was sitting down and I was like, fuck, like I do this shit a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's led me to do impulsive decisions and like in a native context. And it'll put me in a different space where I'm like, bro, fuck, like, I fucked up, I'm a dumbass. And it would just, it would make it worse. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, fuck, I shouldn't have made that decision. I'm, I'm stupid for doing that. Like, I'm a piece of shit for doing that. Mm. And now I got a fucking challenge ahead of myself. Yeah, we,
1: we all do not, bro. Now
0: Now I'm like conscious of it now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So now I'm like aware. Good thing, bro, because I almost didn't wake up in time because I, I went out last night. You know, yeah. I went to my friend's uh, mom's birthday. At their house, we're ce- we're celebrating her birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, bro, like, obviously I'm out late, like indulging some alcohol and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like, fuck, like I don't want to wake up, dude. Like, um, good thing I didn't wake up like a single like hangover. I didn't really drink that much either way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I, I was just tired because I got home late, and I was like, I don't want to wake up in time, man. Like I don't want to go to church. I was just watching a the line. And then at 10 o'clock hit because that was the the last service, and I was like, I was like, fuck, like should I just but good thing I watched it because it made yeah. me aware of of some a situation that I constantly do, and now hopefully in the future, I can manage it and be more aware of like my negative thoughts, mm-hmm. and hopefully it doesn't it leads me to actually think out decisions I make instead of just like fucking like.
1: It's a tall you know? task, bro. Yeah, we got it, we got it together together, bro.
0: So good thing I fucking listen to church. Yeah. I didn't. I wish I would have went in person. Yeah, but. I fucking got what I needed to yeah. hear, and I was like, "Fuck, I, 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 like, I needed that today."
1: Yeah, so, we all did, bro. So I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Shout
0: out church, shout out Jesus, yeah, yeah." Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, right there. So I was like, "Hell yeah!" I was. It made me just yeah fully aware, but that's what I wanted to talk about today because I was like, "Fuck, like, I maybe like, literally probably like 199.9 percent people were like that." Mm-hmm. So hopefully the three questions help out. I haven't tried it yet, but. So I'm, I'm trying, trying to it right now
1: with your ugly ass. I'm right, just right. <laughs> Am I ugly? No. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. I'm single. Fuck.
0: <laughs> that, that's another thing. To really, talk, bro. really. Yeah, bro. I fuck
1: with you all the time, bro. But I like really don't like. I hope I I, I should chill out, bro. I, I, no,
0: but it's just something is like I just do it on my own. Like I'll be like here, like a like downstairs in my room, and I'm just like.
1: No, nah, bro. This this guy is fucking hard on himself. He was. He was fucked up the other night, bro. <laughs> and he was telling me some shit. I'm like, bro, stop that shit. He was fucking... You are upset, bro. Was I? Yeah. You don't remember the drive home with me? A little bit. You don't? Or you true?
0: A little bit. you gonna have to refresh my memory later.
1: This dude is funny, bro. This dude is funny.
0: You have to refresh my memory a little <laughs> bit. I'm not going to
1: lie. I can really put this dude down right now, bro. <laughs> Do you remember saying... <laughs> oh yeah I remember that I thought you were
0: talking about like something else
1: no that shit too but uh, I didn't want to say that but.
0: oh that that I remember <laughs> I, was, I, was little, I was a little heated
1: but
0: oh shit I should have fucking asked the three questions I was like is it helpful <laughs> nah that's mean as fuck
1: is it true <laughs> maybe <laughs>
0: is it kind not really no
1: I don't want him dead <laughs> That's why. <laughs> hey, uh, on the fucking lighter side of things, bro, Um, I kind of wanted to touch on something that happened this week, this past week. You uh, <laughs> know who Saucy Santana is? mm hmm <laughs> do, do you want me to, like, touch on it, or do you want to choke? Because yeah. we're, we're an hour in in.
0: Uh, yeah, let me just take a piss real quick, and then I'll fucking go. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Uh... Feeling a little nauseous. Uh,
1: <laughs> the rogue's too powerful, bro.
0: Yeah, first timer almost put me in my ass. But so saucy Santana. So huh?
1: saucy Santana, right? First of all, let me say, like, my brother is gay. I, I obviously support him heavily, bro. Mm-hmm. And I and I support the movement for you know trying to get the rights that they deserve as just human beings no different than me and you as straight guys i don't know about you but (laughs) But as straight guys i I just i really don't care what people do that make like do what makes you happy i don't give a fuck but um the fact that somebody that's a part of the lgbtq plus um like, individuals believe that they have the ultimate freedom to say whatever they want. Okay, mm. So, Saucy Santana, if you don't know, is a music artist, rapper, male. I, I, I believe he identifies as a male, but he's gay. And um, he has a BBL. <laughs> so, he's like a little extra. Nothing wrong with that. I don't is give a fuck he the one that,
0: that, that was beefing with uh, Axe? The yeah, text? that's what that's oh, what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, that's okay, what I okay, want to okay. talk about, right?
1: Do you so do you know what happened or no?
0: I saw the clip of what he said, but a lot of people were or, I'll, I'll let you explain it. So I, pretty much the clip.
1: Um academics who well, I fuck with heavy um came out and said like a um uh city girls y'all trash. They sold 4,000 units the first week. City oh, he's shit. like city girls y'all over whatever. That's all he pretty much said. And Saucy Santana fucks with one of the girls from me, uh, from City Girls, mm-hmm. and he, and pretty much told Act that he will rape him and fuck him up and take his booty haul from him, and he will be his bitch, pretty much.
0: Yeah, which is which is insane, which bro. Is a wild statement. It's which insane. is
1: insane
0: because that a lot it, of the comments were like, "Well, that is rape." Like,
1: no, no, that's rape, bro. Yeah. And I just think, like, first of all, let me give you some background on academics. Because I'm sure you might have seen academics crying. Have you seen? Did you see academics Uh, crying? Okay. And that's just like, ha-ha, they won. like, academics is, like, really hated, really, really hated in the industry Mm -hmm. because he's seen as, like, a misogynist, a woman hater, whatever, right? So the Shade Room and... These women-led outlets are, like, doing their fucking parade because academics lost. He is crying. Saucy Santana made him cry, whatever bullshit. Academics is from Nigeria, right? And in Nigeria, he was raised there, I think, until 10 years old, and he came to the States with his moms. And in Nigeria, it's illegal to be gay. Mm -hmm. Um, You would be killed for being gay, openly gay. He said, openly gay um, is seen as... Just as bad as being uh, a child molester, pretty Mm -hmm. much. And he said he's seen people get killed for being gay when he was younger. So coming to the States, he didn't understand that. And he didn't understand being gay and he didn't respect it up until he was in college. And he had to because... He just changed. He had to change. He had to become a better person. the be, world. Be an American, bro. Yeah. He said, I, I am vehemently American, but I am also Nigerian to my core, right? So coming into the situation, seeing that a male, gay male said he wants, he's going to rape him and beat his ass, pretty much, um, it frustrated him, right? Because it's a lose-lose situation. First of all, let me ask you, if a gay man told you, and you have this platform, say our platform is big, mm-hmm. one of the biggest platforms in the world, and a gay man comes to you and says he's going to rape you, whoop your ass, and make you his bitch, how do you handle that situation? For real?
0: I'd be like, what the fuck? Like At first, I'd be like stunned. I'm like, yo, what? Like, huh?
1: But how do you handle it? How do you go about it?
0: I th- I don't know. I'd be more like stunned and speechless. I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like I don't even know if I want to fight you anymore. Like, because what if you do be my ass? Are you gonna take my ass? You are gonna take my asshole? Okay. That's not like it shouldn't like be a like slide just because you're like it. But it is. Right. So so
1: that's that's kind of my point too. Is that like
0: it's not fair.
1: It's it's not fair and because if if Ak were to say how he really felt about him being gay, which I don't know how it feels. But he would
0: if, be the one. He
1: would be the one. If Ak were to respond and say, you, you this, you that, you. If he were to say what Saucy Santana pretty much just said, would
0: he be, would the, be would done be for. He yeah. would
1: be done for. He would lose all his money. He would lose all his platforms. He wouldn't be able to post. He wouldn't be able to get out another word um, and monetize it. But this dude... And and this culture and climate that we're in is allowed to say whatever he wants. Why is that okay? So being in this position, like, how does that make you feel as like a straight guy that a a gay, anything LGBTQ can say whatever the fuck they want to us and we can't do nothing about it?
0: That's not fair at all. I think it's dumb as fuck. Um, I don't know if he said it because like as a joke, I don't know if he said it as a threat, but it still shouldn't be. Do you to verbally like basically admit that you'll sexually assault somebody? Yeah, and then just act like it's cool. But let's say DJ Ax was like, "I'll will I'll rape this this person." This, and no, I the, I'll rape person. this.
1: So I'll sexually so this girl. I'll I'll make you my bitch and, bro. Like you well, can't none. say that.
0: Yeah, and people like the LGBTQ plus would be well. How, how to first start off? We want equal rights. Just be equal then. You have to be held accountable
1: to what he said. I don't think he came out with an apology. No for it. They're, they're, they're standing on it. They're laughing at him because it's a like I said, it's a lose lose. What if Ack were to go and beat his ass?
0: No, he he'll still look bad. For he'll fighting. still look
1: bad for fighting a gay dude. Mm-hmm. And then what happens if Ack goes and he beats his ass? Actually, no, nah, doesn't doesn't sexually assault him. What if he just beats his ass? Ha ha, gay dude beat the fuck out of Ack. Ha ha, acts 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 a bitch. Acts this. so that's why he was so frustrated. He's like, dude, I can't. I, you I can't, really what, do This anything. is the first situation I felt like because if this was a, a man or a woman, I could just say, you know what, you're just a fucking bitch. You know what you. you Come to my, he can't say this to a woman, but he can say this to, because he was beefing with Lil Baby. He told Lil Baby, just pull up, pull up to my crib. We'll handle it like men. Lil Baby didn't pull up to his crib. And if it was a situation with a woman, he would just be like, you know what? I'll just trash your whole career and I'll make sure that you'll never fucking get put on in music ever again. But it's now it's a situation to where he can't even touch it without being, you know, scrutinized by that community and the woman community because the woman community, for the most part, backs the LGBTQ. So it's just, I just think it's so wrong and we're in this fucking climate that, like, I hate being like this and because I'm not this guy, but, like, we, we have to shut up right now. Mm-hmm. We can't say what we really feel, but then this community can say whatever the fuck they want. Whatever they want, with no scrutiny, with no backlash, with no repercussions, because they feel like they run this shit,
0: which is not fair at all to like the other communities and stuff like that. Because they're they're they have to be silent, they have to be mute on the whole situation.
1: Because well, my question is for like the women, right? For the black women who are supporting this shit, because there's a lot of like black women and on the uh, what's that women outlet? Mm-hmm. bro the fucking main one shade room the shade oh, Room's are okay, a, okay. uh, a majority black female the CEO is black a uh, black woman mm-hmm. and my question is like are you a woman are you a part of this culture or are you black first because this person went after a black dude because if it was a white person saying this I just think it would be different bro mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be different no matter if the dude's gay, if it was fucking, who's white and gay? Who's white and gay? Uh, James Charles. If it was James Charles that said this shit to act, that shit would not slide, bro. Nah. So yeah. I just don't get it. They pick and choose their oh, battles, bro. Ooh,
0: good thing I brought that up. Because you remember the, the shit about him, how he was talking about like underage boys yeah, yeah, yeah. and nothing happened? You know I what I mean? I like It's, it's kind of like a similar situation. It's just it's It was it like, all right, a little, little slap it, on the wrist. It's red.
1: just frustrating to me that like, we pick and choose, they pick and choose their battles um, on what to support and what not. Um, because when, when like some civil rights shit happens, y'all yeah, motherfuckers, everybody will get together and back, oh, I'm black now. But then like, when this shit happens, oh no, you're part of the LGBT, you support them first and you allow them to say some fucking blasphemous shit that just doesn't, that's not, that's not right where, I mean, you could pick whatever you are first. Me, me personally, I'm American first. I, i I'm a human being, but I'm American first and that's what I support. And that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I also support the First Amendment saying whatever the fuck you want. So I got to let this shit slide even though I don't think it's right. But at the same time, if ACT were to say, you know what, you're this, you're this, you're this, that's the fucking freedom of speech. But along with the First Amendment, you can't threaten somebody saying you're going to rape them. So why is that? It just Because uh,
0: that's a crime in itself.
1: That's what I'm saying, bro. It just doesn't... It frustrates me. It irks me. And um, what I encourage you to do is listen to the Joe's podcast with Tim Kennedy, Tim Kennedy recently, bro. He just talks about how, um, fragile we are as a government and as a society right now, Hmm. because we're on the brink of collapse because we care about this shit. It's like too divided. We care about this shit that, that is going on. We'll back this. Um, but then we won't back, we won't support the, the fact that um, kids shouldn't be getting killed and women shouldn't be getting raped in other countries, and we'll stand with this these people because they they deserve their land and this and that. It's just fucked up, bro. We're being influenced by so many other things that aren't records. important right. at, when it comes down to. Fucking being human beings, it just doesn't make any fucking sense, bro. I support, I, I suggest you listen to that, bro, because that dude, Tim Kennedy, he's, a, uh, he's in the Army, he's, I believe he's an Army Ranger, and he talks about how, um, how much of a humanitarian problem we're in right now. Whether it be at the border, whether it be when we were fucking leaving Afghanistan and we left thousands of American citizens to be killed by the Taliban or whoever the fuck runs it over there. Whether it be to fucking the shit going on over in Hamas and the, all these innocent people being killed. We don't give a fuck about that. We give a fuck about um, whether we're a cat or a dog. You know what I'm saying? So it was
0: like, yeah, it's like. A- and
1: then he also said, which I didn't know, bro, that we are having a recruitment issue in the military. Oh, shit. And it's bad. It's bad. Damn. So that's just, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. I'm not that guy, bro. I'm not that guy that's like, uh, I'm not that guy that's all all this way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not this fucking, I'm, I know I'm, I might come off across right now. It's like, this Trump supporter, I'm not that. I'm not this, but I'm a fucking American at, at heart. First, through and through, bro. That's what I believe in. And, it's, bro. We worry about the wrong shit right all now all the bro. time. Wrong, especially shit. in
0: this day and age, they're putting their like thoughts and worries on like right. shit that can kind of like yeah, you could worry about it, but it's they. I think like they put it above everything else, like above like real world problems, mm-hmm. which is not fair to like other people that have it a lot harder mm-hmm. while people here have a lot easier, and yet you're putting a hundred percent of your worries on something mm-hmm. that is not as conflicting as, as on the outside. Like they're very close minded and just like putting all their eggs in one basket. <sighs> you know? And which is at the end of the day is not fair. And it's fucking, it's pretty dumb how society moves here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're at that turn. We're at that turn to where um, most societies collapse, bro. Mm-hmm. Most, uh, most, Yeah, we're at that turn right now as as a government, and that that's what they say. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying on Joe's podcast too. We're due, bro. We're we're overdue for like a collapse of uh something something big happening, and hope hopefully it doesn't, but. If something does happen, because this is what he was alluding to, is that like if something does happen, we can only hope that we unite because we're fucking
0: divided, as far, far
1: divided. And this used to be, oh, well, this was because of Trump. We're divided because of Trump. Well, we're still divided in different dudes in office. Mm-hmm. That's what was told to me by my parents, by everybody else. So oh, Trump's dividing us more than we've ever been. I feel the same way right now. I feel like we're fucking just as divided as we were when he was in office. If not more. If not more. So it's like, are you this or are you this? Do you support this? Do you support this?
0: At the end of the day, people are very heavily influenced by media outlets, and like they're kind of told what to support, what to hate, and Shh, they're very like easily manipulated. Yep. And it, it does. All it takes is typically one video with with people that would just listen to that one video, one do their research <laughs> on said topic, and then will just go based off what this sixty second TikTok yep. said. Yep. It's fucking crazy. Insane, bro! It's actually fucking insane how crazy, how fast people can make a decision and have, create an opinion based off a video That they just saw. Do no be- research. Do mm-hmm. no like talking proof. They just just look nothing. At the
1: talking points. The headline. They just
0: bro. boom. And when the a lot of the media offices will just post that one headline,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then we read the whole story It's like, oh, they just took that
1: mm-hmm. one
0: one chunk out of context, and then boom, now thousands of people are. Yeah. are manipulated to believe yeah. a certain thing
1: yeah it's fucked up man it is fucked Insane. up what that's that man <laughs> I, don't, that. I don't got anything else to say on that dumb shit bro.
0: yeah it's fucking crazy uh to be a better person that's it man <laughs> fuck man think of those three three questions <laughs> think, think of those three questions that's important and then uh got some ufc fights got some good events uh fuck seattle uh <laughs> and then
1: what happened to your bus team of the year bro they're
0: actually playing pretty fucking good bus
1: team of the year just whooped his team's ass 30 to 3 right 37, 37 three. to 3 37 to 3 wow
0: wow they really could have made it like 40 something but yeah
1: cause Lamar stopped playing I believe yep
0: and they had the ball at the, go, at the fucking like 3 yard line but they just ran up the clock mm. me personally I would have ran it in cause fuck those guys but that's all concludes episode 23 hope 23. you guys enjoyed it hope you guys enjoyed me I don't know if I made any facial expressions, while I had the rug in my mouth. I was just trying to like.
1: Really? You didn't like it like that?
0: No, well, I, I didn't. I liked it, but it was just like once it like made me feel like nauseous, I was like, fuck. Like that's when it started kicking in. I'm like, I need to take this shit out. Like it's making me. Mm. I started overthinking about it. I was like, I don't want to. You didn't right ask now. yourself
1: those three questions in that moment. No, but... I
0: did. And I was like, is it helpful? I was like, no, nah, my stomach hurt. Well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's all we got. Hope you guys have a great yeah. week great weekend and we're
1: back on regularly scheduled shit man
0: yeah as long as i we don't get sick over here we should be fine yep and we got some still got some news developing so we'll be able to we're kind of like a week behind yeah but we'll be all right we'll be yeah. all right we'll catch up so i hope you guys have a great week catch you guys next episode take care
1: take care you